You're listening to Rhema for Today. He's not interested in, in how well I can articulate. He's not interested in how well that I can put together a sentence structure. What he's interested in, his son has a problem. Tell me what it is so I can minister to help. The Father God is the same way. He does not have to have you to put together a long, drawn out, beautifully, perfectly orchestrated, punctuated prayer. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth Hagan on his teaching, Effective Prayer Series, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan for today's message. I want you to notice in 1 Corinthians 14, 14 and 15, Paul's writing here again. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth. But my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. Now, evidently, Paul is talking about two different ways of praying here. When he's saying praying with the Spirit, he means praying in tongues, in other tongues. You can also pray in your own understanding because, and you have the Spirit because the Spirit of God lives in you. Okay? I want you to understand that. That's just a little side thought we need to understand. But he actually is referencing praying in tongues and praying with your own mind giving you what to say in your language. Your natural language is what he's talking about when he's saying understanding. Here, it would be predominantly English. If you was in Kenya, Africa, it would be predominantly Swahili. And then you might pray some in your native uh, tongue because most of the tribes over there still learn their native language as well as the national language which is Swahili and if you was up with uh, Brother Silas Owiti up at Kasumu you would be praying in the Luo language and see you, you, would, you would come and you would say Bonasafiwe that's praise the Lord in Swahili or you could turn around and in Luo you could say, Ruth Abaki. And that's praise the Lord. In Luo. Or you could say, praise the Lord. That's praise the Lord in English. In all three languages, I was praising the Lord. Okay? But that was still with my own mind. There is such a thing as praying with the Spirit. That's what Paul's talking about. Now, here's what we need to understand. 
If we're praying about something that we know about or our own desires, then what do we need to pray in tongues for? He says here in Mark 11, 20, Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them, and you shall have them. When it comes to my desires and what I want, why can't I go talk to the Heavenly Father just like I would walk in and sit down and talk to my earthly father if I have a desire and a need? Oh, I know. Now you got those gears spinning. Everybody says, yeah, but we're supposed to intercede. Yeah, that's, that's part of it. But you don't necessarily have to all the time. I mean, when I know what to pray about, I pray in my own understanding until I exhaust my own understanding. Then I just don't jump out there and start praying in the Spirit. And if you've ever been in any of Brother Hagin's prayer services, you'll find that he will do that. A lot of times he'll take off praying in his own understanding, talking about the need, and then he'll get to a point and say, all right, Lord, we have talked to you about this need in our own understanding as far as we can. Now, Holy Spirit, help us to pray about this need further in the Spirit. How many of you have been there ever heard him say that or do that? See, he just didn't jump in there immediately and begin to pray in the Spirit. Now, Sometimes if you're praying with him and in a private group prayer, he will jump in and begin praying in the spirit. But see, he has already been praying and talking to God and he's already exhausted all of it in another time of prayer. So there's no use to rehearse what he's already said. But yet on the other hand, there is another type of praying that you've heard him talk about in which he pleads his case and I have heard him plead that case the same way. In English. Not in the spirit. Over and over again. All right now, Lord. Here's the situation. And he would go right down the list. See? What we need to understand is that we need to go and to talk to God the way we would do it if we were talking to our own parents or someone here because see God is our heavenly father come in and talk to him people used to say to me when I was in Bible school I was in Bible school with all of these ultra spiritual guys and they pray these long pretty prayers oh heavenly father it's just so great to bask in your presence. I mean, we in the prayer room of the boys' dormitory. Ain't nobody in there but a bunch of old boys. Ain't nobody listening to how pretty you're praying. I figure, hey, this prayer room is where I'm going to go in now and sit down and talk to Father. So I just start talking to the Heavenly Father. Say, Heavenly Father, let me tell you something about it. I, I got a problem. And they used to say to me, Hagen, I ain't ever seen nobody like you. You prayed the funniest any guy I ever seen in my life. 
They say, I, I just don't even understand you. You just talk to God like you would your daddy. I said, well, he is my heavenly father. Now, I don't like this business. People going around talking about daddy God. To me, that's sacrilegious. I understand what they're saying. I understand the premise. But I'm going to tell you what. The Holy Father, my heavenly Father, should have more dignity and respect than that. And they'd say to me, you pray funny. I said, well, I'm talking to my heavenly Father. I said, if I got a problem, I go and sit down with my dad. I don't go in there and say, now, Father, I got a problem. Would you please help me with my problem? I said, I go in there, you know, wherever he's at. I said, hey, Dad, can we talk? And he'll sit down in a chair and I'll get on the couch, throw my foot up over the couch or lay back on the floor, do something, you know. And I say, now, Dad, look, I need some, I need, I need some help. I don't give him a speech that I sat down and thought up for a speech that you would sit down and think up in a speech class with all these $25 words and all this in it. I said, he's not interested in, in how well I can articulate. He's not interested in how well that I can put together a sentence structure. What he's interested in His son has a problem. Tell me what it is so I can minister to help. The Father God is the same way. He does not have to have you to put together a long, drawn out, beautifully, perfectly orchestrated, punctuated prayer. All he's interested in, my child has a need. Tell me what it is so I can meet it. Hello? And I think we need to learn that we don't have to spend 45 minutes building up to it. See, they would spend... 45 minutes building up. I'd have my prayer done and gone and they still in the prayer room. They had never got to what their need was yet. They said, oh, you don't spend enough time before the Lord. I said, you ain't either. All you're doing is doing a bunch of blowing. I said, all you're doing that for so you can put out on your on your slip when you turn it into the Christian service office that you prayed four hours last week. And I said, your four hours praying all probably amounts to maybe an hour and a half. The rest of it was nothing but words. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, Let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. We have a great offer for them this week. That's right. Your book, Jesus' Name Above, Above All, All Names. Names. This is a great book. I did yes. this teaching on the name of Jesus oh, several years back now. Many people don't understand the power in the name of Jesus. 
I talk about there's power in the name. The name belongs to us mm-hmm. that are members of the body of Christ, are the church, the ecclesia. Yeah. How the name came, the name is the key. That's right. The majesty of the name, the name in prayer, he tells us. Now, use his name in prayer. Mm-hmm. It's all in the name. Scriptures and meditations in the last part here. It's all in the name of Jesus. I can't talk enough about this book. It's so important that you get a hold of this, what's in this book. Yes, and your little mini book called Commanding Power. I love that sermon. Yes, I've only preached this sermon three times in in all of the years. I preached it the first time in 1977 Mm -hmm. in Fort Worth, Texas. And then I didn't preach it again until... Oh, about four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. This is a powerful little message in this little book. You're going to want to get it. And a CD by you called The Missing Ingredient in Marriage. Yes, I talk about marriage. We've been married for 50... It'll be 55 years in December. In Can December, you 55 that? years. <laughs> We're still together and we That's still have right. fun together. We do. I talk about some things there. You're going to want to get a hold of this. All of it for a gift of $16 or more. Yes. For the CD and the book. That's right. And the little mini book. That's right. So you just go to the computer right now to Raymond.org and order it right That's now. That's right. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth Hagen will continue the Effective Prayer Series. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.